I really wanted to open up about the self-growth journey and my personal experience with it because I feel like it's something I've spoken with a lot of you about. I know a lot of you here are either new or in the midst of your self-growth journey. And like I said, it can feel really lonely and isolating. And so I think just these couple of things, whether this is new information for you or it's just serving as a reminder, it's information that can only be a positive or a benefit in our day, our week or our lives. Dear Balancer, I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together let's find your unique balance. Hello Balancers and welcome back to another BTS episode. I hope you're all having an incredible day, morning or night, wherever you're tuning in from. And as always, I'm so grateful that you're here committing to your self-growth journey and choosing to spend a little time with me and the Balancers. Now, lately I've been speaking with a lot of people who are either quite new on their self-growth journey or are constantly looking for ways to do better for themselves. I myself have been on my own self-discovery journey for I'd say about three years now. And there are some things I originally thought would improve or get better as a consequence of me starting or embarking on my self-growth journey, which I've now learned are just a part of the whole process. And I think there's a really useful place for a discussion in which these things are actually flagged, especially for those of you navigating this for the first time or are very early on in your journey, or perhaps it's something you've been actively working on for a while now but may find these things still frustrate you. And as a result, maybe you're feeling quite alone. And so today's episode is basically a compilation of my thoughts on things everybody needs to know about embarking on a self-growth journey. I will definitely be continuing this conversation over on my TikTok as well as my Instagram. So I've popped links to both in the show notes below. If you're not already linked up with us, definitely give us a follow and connect with the community and conversation there. But there is something else you can do and it won't take you any longer than one minute. And that is drop us a review or rating on either Apple or Spotify podcasts. That is, of course, if you've been loving the content and want to continue to see the double episodes, to see our guests coming on, your time dedicated to leave us a review really, really does mean the world to me and it really helps us grow the community and it's also such a beautiful way for me to read your thoughts. So I really appreciate any of you that take the time to leave your thoughts there. Without any further delay, I want to share with you my list of things that everyone should know and things, quite frankly, I wish I knew when I was starting on my self-growth journey. The first thing is your self-growth journey is always going to be up and down. I think there's a natural tendency to imagine the self-growth process as always going up. You're kind of on this journey of bettering yourself. And so you feel like you're kind of climbing this mountain where you're going to peak. However, it is so normal and absolutely a part of the experience to have a little bit more of a yo-yo effect, a bit of a yo-yo journey. And I'm not even going to sugarcoat or gatekeep here. And the reality is that just because you've embarked on a self-growth journey, it's not going to mean that every day feels like you're going up. In fact, you might even actually experience more quote down days than up days or actually more down days than usual because you are literally expanding and opening your mind via self-awareness, learning and unlearning things. And basically at moments challenging the absolute foundation of who you thought you were and what you thought you needed. So yes, it's going to be uncomfortable and it's certainly not going to feel like a comfortable up journey. And I just want to say one more thing on this because 
I feel like it's all good and well for you to be like, okay, yep, I know they're going to be up and down days. But on those down days, it can feel really disheartening, especially if you've been putting in the work, if you've been setting aside a time and you feel like you're not really seeing the fruits of your labor. I want to just tell you that if you're having a down day, it doesn't mean you're failing in the context of your self-growth journey. This is normal. And as I briefly mentioned before, the process of unraveling a lot of fixed ideologies, a lot of limiting beliefs, set identities and behaviors that you might need to let go of to embrace your full self is completely and entirely all a part of the self-growth journey. The second thing I think everyone should know on embarking on their self-growth journey is that flexibility is going to be your best friend. It's so easy to have a plan of how you think things are going to work out, the impact or result that doing something should yield or what outcome you want from investing a certain amount of energy into something. But the reality is that self-growth is very unpredictable because you're exploring parts of yourself that you have never explored before. Naturally, this means that things are going to be unpredictable. You're going to have to learn and unlearn on your journey. So going into this, reminding yourself right now that unpredictability and uncertainty is a part of the process really takes the pressure off needing to have things 100% or worked out all of the time. I know that there have been so many moments on my own journey where I've been surprised at a part of myself, but a part of myself that I didn't even know existed, whether it be a limiting belief or a thought or an emotion or a memory. And it's really easy to be hard on yourself and get lost in that spiral of self-judgment. But the key here is being flexible and almost, I know this is going to sound a bit cliche, but expecting the unexpected because you've never been here before. You've never proactively ventured into this part of you before. And so you can't possibly know where your journey is going to take you. And while I would like to say, just go with it and enjoy it, it's not always going to be easy and therefore enjoyable. But if you have a bit of a flexible mindset, you're going to allow for those nuances and those days where you slip up, those days where you're not feeling up to it and you're having a bit of a down day or you might revert to old habits or you're just generally finding it tough. Having a flexible mindset or being open-minded and letting yourself embrace that flexibility is going to allow you to give yourself that gentleness that you cannot feel or achieve when you have a very fixed mindset. The next thing I want anyone here on their self-growth journey to know is that it can feel lonely. But I think the reason that at the beginning it does feel lonely is because it might be the first time that we're actually relying on ourselves for answers and support. I want you actually, if you're listening to this, to take a moment to think about What is your natural or default response when it comes to needing a bit of support? Do you default to maybe calling a friend, your partner or a parent? Or is your default to sit with your own thoughts and consider yourself as the first port of call? If you're the former, so if you like calling other people, then of course the self-growth journey is going to feel really isolating. Now, it's not that you can't or you shouldn't speak to others about your experience. It's just that it's something you need to connect with truly and genuinely within yourself. People around us are amazing support, but unfortunately they can't do the work for us. So if you're feeling lonely and you're watching or listening to this, it could be because you're just not used to it. Or this is the first time that you've delved into a journey like. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I'm here to tell you that it's okay. Find solace in knowing that a lot of other people feel this way. And after a bit of time, that loneliness becomes an appreciation for solitude and almost a craving for that time alone. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I'm that kind of person that used to get bored being in my own company. I hated my own company, actually, and I always was looking for something to fill my time. And so when I personally started sitting with my own thoughts and being on my own, it was really, really confronting and lonely. But after a bit of time, that discomfort turned into familiarity and I really began to enjoy it, quite surprisingly, actually. I think it's really important not necessarily to be alone all of the time, Although if that's what you're into, then you do you. But I think the important thing here is to be comfortable being on your own on a regular basis. This time or space alone is crucial because this is the moments where we can have the most profound realizations. And the reason is, is, is because, because we are removed from the externalities of other people's voices and thoughts. And then we really have space left over to just hear ourselves. The more you practice it, the more you default to yourself for support first and the easier and more comfortable it becomes. But the biggest takeaway here is that it can feel lonely, not necessarily at the beginning, but at moments throughout. And I think just knowing that that's part and parcel of the journey rather than demonizing or feeling like you're doing it wrong is a really important call out. The last thing I'll mention, and I think it's something that everybody listening on the self-growth journey should fully embrace or at least know, is that the self-growth journey never ends. I think it's really easy to start this journey thinking that there's an end date or you kind of have a something that you want to resolve. And once that's resolved, you kind of tick, have completed your self-growth journey. I think these mindsets are a little bit dangerous because they lead us astray in the entire point of a self-growth journey, which is really to continually challenge us to be thinking better for ourselves. I personally hope that I never stop learning and growing because that would be me plateauing on the journey of knowing myself. And truthfully, I feel like this is a lifelong mission. And so if you're also on this journey of learning more about yourself, I want you to completely abandon any idea of there being an end date for this journey, for this process. You can absolutely use goals and milestones along the way. But once you're on this journey, you're on it for life. It's a continual process that will forever change and challenge you for the better and not one you need to rush. And I feel like really embracing this mindset not only helps us be more present in the process, But it also helps us combat ideas or maybe challenging thoughts that we haven't got it all worked out yet. Or maybe you feel a little bit behind in life or you're comparing yourself to other people. Because the reality is you have your entire life to grow. You have your entire life to get to know yourself. So don't rush it. And there's no need to put pressure on yourself for not having it all worked out when you have your lifetime to do so. I really wanted to open up about the self-growth journey and my personal experience with it. Because I feel like it's something I've spoken with a lot of you about. I know a lot of you here are either new or in the midst of your self-growth journey. And like I said, it can feel really lonely and isolating. And so I think just these couple of things, whether this is new information for you or it's just serving as a reminder, it's information that can only be a positive or a benefit in our day, our week or our lives. Information that I feel helps us band together in a journey that is individual but that we're all on at the same time. And that's what I really love about doing this podcast and growing the Balancer community. We don't all have to be the same. We're all so unique in our journey, in our approach, in our responses, in our priorities, in all these things that I talk about. 
but ultimately we're all on it together bonding over a shared experience whilst retaining our own uniqueness and appreciation for our own specific process which i think is so awesome so again if you have people in your life that are also on this journey with us please forward this on to them so that they don't feel so alone in their journey and maybe they get clarity on some things that have been frustrating them in their process too that's it from me today guys i will see you all on monday for another guest episode but don't forget to link up with us on socials and leave us a review or rating if you haven't already. And until next time, stay balanced.